Welcome to the Glow Through It Podcast Season 4. I'm your host, Adriana, the CEO and founder of Little Words Project. And I'm your co-host, Mariah, Little Words Project first employee turned director of partnerships and Adriana's real-life sidekick and BFF. We created Glow Through It to bring you inspiration from our everyday lives, which we think everyone can relate to in one way or another. We're your friend, your little daily reminder that you can glow through anything, and hopefully a laugh to start your day, assuming by now you have to know we never take life too seriously. Catch us every Thursday for new episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you stream your podcasts. Thanks Thanks for for tuning in. in. Adriana, you know something so cute? Mm. Um, Mason, my nephew, is, and Ford will be there soon. It's the cutest stage that I'm just like obsessed with where he like repeats he wants the same thing done mm. a lot of mm. the time, mm-hmm. whether it's a story retold 80 times or like oh, yeah. a game played in a row, in a row, in a row, in a mm-hmm. row. Like you have to keep doing it, a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. And the other night he came to my apartment for the first time and it was like this big thing, like we're going to Mimi's house. Mm-hmm. And like he walked in and I'm like, welcome to Mimi's house. And he's like, oh, like it just was so exciting for him. And he wanted me to tell stories. He's big into like people oh, telling God. him stories. Well, but that must have been vocal easy. stories, like oh. not in a book. So he sits in front of you and he like waits for the story to be told. And, and so like, what were you telling him well, about he, the football player? You know what? what you told him about Miami? To? No. Cute stories about the holidays. He's oh. like, and he ne- basically he's a director. He tells you exactly the story he wants and you have to do it exactly the way he wants That's it. very fun. So he says- Tell me the story about the holidays. Tell me the story about Christmas with a little bit of Halloween, a little bit scary. There's one spider and no. I want the two ghosts and three skeletons. And then they all come in on Christmas day and Gigi opens the gifts. You're honestly probably the best person and for I that job. Like, Once upon a time. No, after the recording, I'll show you it. My sister recorded one of the stories and he's laughing hysterically. Aww. And he wanted it to be a little bit funnier. The one story I told wasn't like funny enough. So he like made me repeat it. 11 times that and it, then it became funnier and then finally I nailed it and it was like just funny enough and he was hysterically laughing and then on his way out he's like Mimi tell the story about Scrooge and the Grinch and then going on the train and the dog jumps off the thing I'm like okay so the Scrooge went on the thing like it's the cutest thing oh I have to watch that video yeah That's I'm gonna show you the video it's very so funny cute. because Ford is already in that stage of like this 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 a lot of times but it's also immediate gratification like he'll like will do the thing that he loves and before he's even halfway finished through the laugh he's going more 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 yeah more. yeah he wants it again but like literally it's just like it's so we cute. can have a pull, you know be like throwing him around and he's cracking up cracking up we put him we we go into the to the movement of putting him down and it's more 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 yeah more. yeah yeah immediate it's like you don't even enjoy it no, happening they want it done again already <laughs> just want it again well it's a little bit they want to make sure that they're like not safe but that you're still like there and mm. doing it again. Mm-hmm. They anticipate that you might be tired and over it. So they want to make sure that it's about to happen again. Right. They, they like wanna... lock you back in that, yeah. for more things. That sounds like a you projection. No, no. You're afraid that you're going to lose. You just want them to come back yeah. and like, do it again. It's it's in, it's in children. And for some reason it has continued into my adulthood. And for some reason you have the knowledge on it. <laughs> like when I, when, 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 when I'm playing a game with Mason, he knows that I'm getting over it Mm. and he ensures that I'm never really over it. That's because you wear your heart right on your sleeve. Right. I'm like, Mason, are we done? Right. I know when you're getting over it too. Right. You sit in the corner, you whip up the phone. Right. She's still stuck on this one time (laughs) that we went out to dinner six years ago. (laughs) She will never give us one We went out with a partner. Christina Ria. We went out with a partner. We were working with this brand. We are still our friend. And she fully put me on 
she fully put me on the hook to have to like entertain and be the one that was on it because she was just done. And so she sat in the corner, she looked at her phone yeah, at, a, at a table I was tired. with three people. I was tired. I was over it. it I was. She was I'm over it, lie. but never again. Cause I will never let you forget that. You ever, you ever done that since? Have you ever been at dinner with me since? No, <laughs> because now you're fully on your own. Right. Or we'd get into Ubers and Ooh. I'd have to, we'd get right out of the plane and you would read the room. Like you would yeah. know, like when I would get off the plane, I'm like, first of all, I'm probably nauseous. I don't feel good. I don't have, I don't have it in me to talk and not only talk, but like explain the business. You know what I mean? Like at some point yeah, you're just done saying, no, I, this is what we do, but you know, as you're in your heart of hearts that as salespeople and like people who are trying to build something, you have to say it. You have to tell totally. them what we're about. And like, but I learned very quick that like it, when it we get you. in an Uber, you're quiet. I'm car sick, but I will interact with the driver because that's a protection of you. But we would also but sometimes now, switch off. Like if you were like we really would. in a not we would. good spot but or like I, smelled but now, But now like my Lexi, like if I haven't traveled that much with Shanoa yet, but the one time I don't even know if we did, but Lexi um, fully She'll reads the it. room. Mm-hmm. Lexi communicates with the Uber driver and I get quiet and I go on my phone. Yeah. Like you, in time, you, it's just interesting. You it's do, like almost like you, you, I've graduated as yeah, the person like now. to carry the torch of, of yep. being the person that's required to talk about the brand because yes. you and don't like have it in you anymore. the leader almost. Yeah. Like don't make the leader be the one. Yeah. Don't make me be the one. Right. It's true. I, 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 unless I'm by myself, I am the one, like I will do it and yeah, I will put yeah, a smile yeah. on and I'll do what I have to do because I have to tell you because you don't know whose cousin yeah. works for what company that wants to buy how many bracelets? An Uber driver will take all of the business away. Mm. Mm. So speaking of taking the business away, right? what has been taking you away from the business? <laughs> you know what? For the past uh, that right three there months was a good segue. segue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have some interesting news, mm-hmm. if you will, but I am not publicly sharing that news i'm only sharing it with our 12 listeners the po- you guys you are the first people to hear about well this. No, no no that's not true except for her family no i told the team today all right i'm talking about pub- Wait, the people you just about to call me rachel i was but i was gonna try to skip it for the <laughs> podcast nobody else would have known <laughs> i'm sorry rachel's rachel's on my mind anyway so Okay, so I'm very mindful of this whole situation because there's a lot of things at play here, but I really did want to, I don't have anything else to talk about besides what's going on. So I have to just be prepared to talk to you guys about it because this is where I talk to my people. And I have to caveat it with, even though I'm telling you now and I'm not telling the whole world yet, I don't want anyone to publicly say anything like mm-hmm. if you have something to say, you got to DM me. And if you don't want to DM me right now, or if, even if you do, whatever, even if you do DM me and you're like a diehard listener that is also just like a diehard fan or friend or what have you, make sure that when I do publicly talk about it, you still like go in. Like, I don't want it to like she, diminish she wants, the, a real announcement. Yeah, the yeah, real yeah. announcement's going to be fun. And I don't want... I don't want to take that from people, but I also feel like this is a better. You think they know what you're talking about? I do. I think it's pretty fucking obvious. Look at me. Hey. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look yeah. at us. Yeah. Well, folks, it has been brought to my attention <laughs> by way of test, by way of God, 
that I am in fact with child. <laughs> She's pregnant. I am pregnant. I woo with insert, a mere, insert clap with a mere one time of sexual <laughs> intercourse, and that is what is the craziest part. Uh, now you're taking it from me, though. That's, Sorry, you tell it right. Well, no, this is your episode. I already told everybody last time they're over me. Right. They right, are right. ready for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep speaking. I'm going to be quiet. No, no, no. Don't be quiet. No, I am. I'll become no, a mom. Everyone is literally here for you. Basically, I am <laughs> <laughs> expecting my second child. Say how you announced it in the team meeting today. <laughs> what did I say? How I stole that moment. <laughs> Wait, what did I say this morning? You were like, you were like, so I am pregnant. Not by way of IVF. Oh, and I yeah. was like, by way of what then? Yeah. She's like, what did you do? If not IVF, then how? <laughs> what did you guys do? It's actually really funny. Yeah, you did steal that moment. It was funny though. I'm anything. so glad everyone laughed. Thank God, imagine. I tried no, to steal no. and it was corny. Yeah, right, thank God. At least you stole it and you got a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> God, jeez. No, 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 it's true. Really it was for. very funny. Um, because it's also funny that Bill and I work together and like we're everyone's bosses and everyone's like, oh God. Like you, you also have sex. Yeah. <laughs> view us as that like as husband and wife I guess um but anyway long story short I it happened um it happened out of nowhere it was not expected um we did not do IVF and that's crazy because if you've been around for a while you know that the first time around with Ford it was an IVF procedure um which we were very excited to have that option again because you know now you can like kind of plan it a little like yeah obviously you know it doesn't always work but we did have and okay excuse the burping and the it has to happen I'm basically you I when I tell you guys what the last 12 weeks have been like oh my god but we had expected to go through that again. And, you know, it kind of almost takes a little bit of the anxiety out of it because, you know, we have genetically tested embryos. Like I could even have chosen if I wanted a boy or a girl, like I could make that decision. So all that kind of just wasn't the case. Although I was looking forward to that, which is just so hysterical because God really be having, he be making jokes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, God he's, laughs he's, and your body reacts. Yeah, he's <laughs> laughing and I'm knocked up and it was not expected. And to the point where like, okay, so Bill and I, we go into the rest of the, I mean, first of all, our baby sleeps in our bed, full stop. There's nothing else you need to know besides the fact that our one and a half year old, who actually is 20 months today, sleeps in our bed. So it's, it's few and far between. <laughs> When, when we do engage in that way. Wait, can I ask a question really quick? What? Can you explain how you guys engaged? What does that mean? Where was Ford? He was there. He was there right when his child was conceived. <laughs> <laughs> He's asleep, obviously. Listen, still ben, in there too. Ben Charing people will be knowing. You know what? I don't think Dylan was there because Dylan would be like, what's going on here? <laughs> Look up like- and Dylan would be like, what? are you guys doing? Um, no, Ford's asleep. He's on the other side of the bed. We have a king size bed. Like, but yeah, nobody's out here like fooking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, people have the job done. Poor Bill has a need. Damn has a need. Yeah, exactly. So I, I literally today (laughs) had our scan and we think we, we think we know what it is because we think we saw a little something, which is funny because if you were to ask me what I really want, 
She wants a girl. I would like to have one of each and be done. That's the other problem. I can't do this again. Okay. Yeah. Because people who can go through the last 12 weeks that I just went through more of the times that and like intentionally and like want that, like, yes, I love my kid and I'm obsessed. I was just telling one of the girls at the office who was like, I don't care. Like I would take it. I would take it just so I could have a beautiful baby like Ford. And I was like, for sure. No, no, no. I love being a mom. I love Ford. I love having a baby on my tit. I love having a baby in my bed. I am obsessed with being a mom, mom, but I cannot be taken out for the count like this again, Mm -hmm. because that was like the last 12 weeks I've been lateral. I've been literally going bed to bed to bed. Like Mm -hmm. I'd get out of one bed, I'd go into another bed, I'd go onto the couch. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I can't do anything. It's like, Mm throwing up, not like crazy. You're just, you always feel sick. Mm -hmm. And like, I just hit 12 weeks. So that's why I'm sharing. This is so all over the place, but whatever, as is my brain. It's perfect. I just hit 12 weeks. That's why I'm sharing today. Um, But the point of it all is like, we have been so nonchalant about having sex that when we do because we're never like oh this is going to result in pregnancy we used to have sex every single fucking day for months Mm. to be able to conceive for two years so and it never happened and then i was told i'm unexplained infertility so we had to go through ivf and we went we we did the big honcho to get pregnant we did ivf okay in vitro fertilization (laughs) to conceive life to the point where now we after the fact we're like all right well at the very least we don't have to worry about like yeah that happening out of nowhere right mm-hmm. so to the point where like when we we weren't necessarily taking any precautions i wasn't this was a, a month that i didn't even know or like recognize when my period started or like remember the first day of my last period you know how when you go to a gyno and they're like what's the first day of your last period i never really did that until i started trying and then since I've been caring more about my body, I've been trying to keep track and just like keep a mental note or put it in my calendar at least. This month I didn't, it was September. I didn't even care. We were going so fast, moving all over the place that it literally was, it was a, it was a gotta, gotta get it in job type of, type of situation where I'm like, does Bill practice the pull out I method? can't. Oh my I'm sorry. God. I just want to know. Well, no. That's so obviously you didn't pull out. Right. But that's what I'm trying to say. That's so romantic though. Good for him. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. Girls like me, we can't be taking them risks. Yeah, because girls like you are out here having a pregnant ahead of your 8 a.m. flight. So that's what's happening. No, 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 no. That never happens. It was one time with her. And it was one time with me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No, but here's the reality. We're not thinking that he has to do any of that because of I course. went two years with that. I actually felt cheated for the amount of years that we did do that. Yeah, right. We didn't have to like pull out or wear mm-hmm. any other sort of protection, like whatever. So obviously I'm not on birth control. I'll never go on birth control again. I don't know that if I had a daughter, I would engage with birth control, but that's a separate story. We don't need to go down that hole because I might not ever have a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But anyway, <laughs> do you saw a PB for sure? I saw what can only be described as a pee-pee. What was your face like when you saw the pee? I was like, I said to the woman, the, the, she was like a young woman, like my age, I would say, or like 35. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> as we saw on the screen, she's like, what was what? And I had said to her, like, I want it to be a girl. <laughs> but oh, if it's so not, funny. just tell me what it is. Like, I don't care if you see something. She's like, well, I'm not going to be able to tell you. You have to wait for the, you have to wait the result. for the result, the, the blood test. So this is still not official. But we were going, we were whatever. She it was, was looking like a bean. She was doing the 12 weeks big anatomy scan. And I saw, and I go, what was that? 
And Bill was like, uh-oh. And I was like, what was that? Would you say? Was that a pee-pee? <laughs> no. I said pee-pee. That's so funny. He's like, it's looking like a pee-pee. And she's like, I can't say for sure. She was smiling. Her face, Bill was cracking up because he's been saying it the whole time. Yeah, it's a boy. But he kind of wants a girl too. Like we would like to have that experience of like having a girl. But at the same time, I also think that's kind of God being like, nope, not for you. Imagine me having to raise a girl in this world. Well, after what I've been through. Should we start talking about our faith? What? God? Well, he knows what he's doing. I do believe that God knows what he's doing. I know. That, that's he's what never, I'm saying. He's never wrong. My first retrieval, I only had two boy embryos. So we did a second round just so I could have the option for girls in the future. And I paid 15 grand for that round, which is hysterical. I literally have, I've spent 15 unnecessarily, unnecessary thousand dollars if I don't ever use one of the female embryos. I could take one of them if I never find a man. Definitely, please, please. And then I, what do I have? Your child? Your child. But I would, yes, make it's it very clear that it's mine. Child. Right. You would adopt it probably. No, but it would be your child. And yours. I would just tell it that I'm its real mother. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's perfect. No, no, no. All these things are just so bad and wrong anyway. I just am like getting a little nauseous at this current moment. So I just have to like be, this is the hour. This is the witching hour, as I would call it. Between four, like between four and six, things start to go downhill. Wait, I I got- Hold on, but we got off the subject. And let me just quickly close the loop on- the reason we, gen- when I say I genuinely was not expecting it is because I genuinely believe myself to be infertile. That's how I identified. It's still kind of how I identify, which is a very weird, like psychological thing I have to navigate and get through, which I know is not uncommon for people who do go through the trauma of infertility and then have to suddenly not identify as such. And it's just a weird thing to know that all of this could have been a result of like your brain (laughs) or your body needing a kickstart. And it's just annoying and stressful and frustrating. And I don't feel like I'm a victim in any way. I just feel strange about it. And I think it's something that I've had to like reconcile with because I also didn't, wasn't ready and didn't necessarily want another kid right now. Like I didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't, so it's been hard to be like Mm. so excited because I am excited. I'm getting more and more excited. And like today, like it was fun and seeing the baby and like, I was getting nervous about the heartbeat and like, you know, son, you know, I was just getting nervous about all the possible things. And so the fact that everything's good makes me very grateful, but I'm also very conflicted, I guess, if you will, with like how even to talk about it. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think you're not alone in that feeling. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, you have to talk about it in order. And that's with everything. Yeah. With every life experience. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Or confusing. By talking about it, it makes it normal Mm -hmm. to be confused. And that's why people are grateful for you in your journey. You're not alone if you do feel this way. Yeah. Like what you're saying right now is it's okay to- be infertile, be mad about being infertile, spend money to do IVF, be angry during the IVF because it hurts and it sucks, bring a beautiful kid into the world and be still kind of mad that you had to do IVF while all your friends around you are getting pregnant easily and on their third kid. And you're kind of mad, but you're happy. You're like mourning these different lives that you never had. Yeah. Because your life was different than everybody's. I'm not necessarily mourning anything so much as I'm feeling for myself, Mm -hmm. 
and for other women and for what I went through and for what I've been going through these past 12 weeks of like true sickness and for just all of the people who like don't understand why they have to go through what they go through. And like, I, I guess in hindsight, you know, I definitely know that there's a reason for this. I know that at some point I'm going to understand it. I know that, you know, the dots will connect in the future and all that stuff. Mm. But what I'm struggling with is like how I identify in a way. And like, it just feels like it just erased all of that struggle. And like, it, it almost rendered that. And Bill's been kind of saying like, I know he means well when he says it and it's not like that negative. He's like, I'm, I can't even believe like how powerful your brain is. He's like, you literally pretend like he kind of in so many ways said that I did this to myself the first time around because my brain is so like when I wasn't thinking about it and I wasn't worried about it. And they always say that like when you're least expecting it happens to so many women mm-hmm. go through IVF, get pregnant. Every time I tell someone that this, that this wasn't an IVF baby and we were surprised, whatever, they're always like, that's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. You know how many people I've heard say that? And like mm-hmm. the midwives I'm going to, the woman, the tech that today said it, like that's literally what they say. And it's kind of like, well, then why do I have to go through all that shit in the first place? Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. I mean, again, I have my baby. I'm so grateful. I would not want it any other way. I wouldn't go back in time and end up with someone potentially different than Ford, like obviously, but it's just, it's interesting. And it's, it's affected the whole process. Being sick fully steals your joy. I remember saying that the first time around when I paid for it and I wanted it and I was so ready for it. It steals your joy being in this like state of what you can only describe as like the flu for three months. Mm -hmm. You can't move. You don't want to eat. You're sick. You're throwing up regularly. It's like just a, it's a freaking nightmare of things and you're pregnant. And so you have to like be really mindful about everything you do and eat and da da da. And it's just like very hard to do all the things. But so, yeah, so that's been that, but I am excited. All that aside, I can't wait to have another addition to this family. I probably was, I was definitely not expecting it to be so soon after Ford. Like I really was thinking they'd have a distance between them. Like me and my brother were five years. Like I was expecting some time. So they'll be like 18 months apart, which is insane. A year and a half apart, almost. No, I'm sorry. That's a lie. They'll be two years built for Ford will have just turned two. Right. I'm due in June. Um, it's just nuts. baby might be a Gemini. Baby might be a Gemini. Probably going to be a cancer though. Mm. I know. I love cancers too. I know me too. Um, but the other really fun news, well, it's not necessarily fun for anyone else but me, but my little brother is also oh, expecting. Yeah. So yeah, my yeah. little baby brother, who's five years younger than me, his wife is expecting, um, and they are having a girl. So like I have, worst comes to worst, if I never have my own daughter, have I have niece. my niece. And that's like very important to me. So I can't wait. And this is your first niece, obviously. This is my first niece. Yeah. Which I have is a nephew. So- I know you have a kid, so it's like different. I can't speak to having a kid, but I can speak to having a lot of nieces and nephews and I love it. No, I can't wait. It's a different experience, I think. Yeah, exactly. Different type of love. And she's due four weeks ahead of me. So like we're literally neck and neck. The babies will be like besties, hopefully. And it's kind of good. Like if it is a boy, I almost like that a little more because like if it's a girl and like it's two girls, same age growing up, like that's a little hard for like closeness 
You know what I mean? It would be great either way. Because yeah, you know for a damn fact if there's no pee-pee, they're going to be happy as hell with the girl I too. know, I know. No, I'm going to be happy no matter what. Even if it's a boy, like I do think, like we were saying, that like, that's probably intentional. Yeah. I've been through, I, was, I went through so much as a young girl. I don't feel prepared at all to like navigate those rough waters with a daughter as a mom of a daughter, I just, I just, the only thing I always wanted was like the mother daughter relationship. Like, I think that's so special. And like only us daughters know what that's like and women who have daughters and whatnot. I always wanted that, but I know that that's not always perfect for everybody. And you know, it's in some ways I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for another uh, a, a redo of myself. Like, I don't know what psychological things. I have to start seeing Heather. I have to start seeing our in-house therapist. Actually reminds me. She said she would do house calls to me because I'm like, I haven't been able to leave. But like, I also have to start healing from that birth. I know. How the hell? Somebody asked a question today. Oh. That I actually got a lot of questions this time. Good. Okay. But on this, this is such a good episode. We don't even need to use these. I feel like we can save them for next week. No, no, no. We can ask. We can use some, some. of them. Um, somebody said, I would love to learn more about your in-house therapist. It's so cool that you guys offer that as a service. What is it like? Oh, cool. Well, it's basically, um, you know, us really kind of taking seriously the importance of mental health and how mental health can impact like just work and your work productivity and also Mm -hmm. your own mental happiness. And that's all very important to us at Little Words Project. So um, Mariah actually found Heather um, through, how did you find her? She reached out to me. Oh, she reached out to you. Yeah. But I- like it wasn't, we weren't on like a wild goose chase to find a therapist. Yeah, it wasn't even. Out, I like pitched it to you and Bill. Yeah. I was like, I love what she's all about. I looked it looked into her and I was like, you guys, I think we have to do this. Yeah. And right really when smart. I said it, you were like, yeah. We brought her in and we felt like, have you ever seen Billions? There's like the in-house therapist in Billions and like Bill and I were, and she had always, Heather had said to us like, oh, it's kind of like a, a dream of mine to yeah. like be like, yes, like Billions and have be an in-house therapist for a company. And so basically Bill and I, um, through the company cover two free sessions a month for each employee. So, and more if you want, like I, but I don't know that we cover it. You don't cover it, but like I could, the other day I caught Heather like in between sessions and I gave her like a 10 minute spiel. Yeah. Cause Heather's here and she's she's amazing and we're very lucky and we pay her, um, like basically a monthly retainer that covers, X amount of sessions for all the girls that participate. And, you know, if I had to go up, it would go up, but it's great for Heather because, you know, she can come work out of here. Sometimes she has her other remote clients that she works with. Um, but she has a little space in the office, like in the office, office. she has her own office. It's like, she set up like a cute little therapist's office and everyone, she brings in her little dog tortellini. Um, but I am the only one who hasn't gone to her. Bill started going to therapy with her. He loves it. I literally just haven't. And I think it's because I feel like there's so much to unpack. Mm-hmm. That is why people tend to avoid not therapy this, sometimes. Not this burping. Oh God. She's burping right now. Mm-hmm. aggressively. What does it sound like, Kelly? Oh, she's not going to hear anything. Okay. Of the burp, you mean? I know. I needed to stretch him for a second. We don't have to put this on film. Honestly, because same. I, my like, butt hurts. My, everything, everything hurts right here. The Honestly, thighs. Do we hate the couch? I like... I, I can't decide. I can't like decide every time either. we're on it, we're uncomfortable and miserable. It's like right. we're sitting on a rock. No, it's comfy, it's cute, but like, also it's like, everyone's like the white couch, the white couch. I'm like, it's an urban outfitter's couch. Not that that's a bad thing. Cause like whatever, but like, it's not like yeah. we're sitting on a restoration, restoration hardware, hardware cloud couch. Yeah, it's like fine. 
Shoes aren't that dirty. And also, I said this is the first time we talked about the dirty couch, but like, have we not earned the right, the right to put to a stick of shoe on a couch? On a couch? We, in the first office, there was a mouse on the table when we would bead. I'm sorry for everybody who has the mouse bracelets. It's true. You also have some mouse bracelets out there. But if you have mouse bracelets, you, you know us, you love us. You're a real you're, one. You're, you're well, real one. the reason, the way that we found out that there were mouse is that, it, the that there were mouse, that there were mice. We came in <laughs> a couple mornings and there would just be mouse poop <laughs> on the desk. In between the beads on the table. <laughs> they came in, they took a shit on the beads. Those, those mice would come in and take a doo-doo on the beads. <laughs> 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 oh god no not anymore obviously uh, but in the way beginning there was definitely doodle on the beads right anyway and that's when everybody was taking theoretical hypothetical doodles on the beads and now right. none of y'all are shitting on our beads anymore anyway no one's shitting on beads everyone's <laughs> shitting on Adriana me as, as a leader <laughs> no, no 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 one's shitting on me as a leader I'm a They're great not. leader okay. and I'm so glad that you finally told everybody that you're pregnant and on the team mm. because like we are a group of people that love you and love having you around. Right. And I've and literally people, been MIA. People do like we thrive off of just like your energy and like you, like just you being here. And I think it's nice that everybody like knows why it almost is like, wow, I, I get it. Yeah. That's people, where she people was. People were starting to get it, I think, yeah. which is funny because like. I just want to make sure you're okay too. Yeah. People are like, is Adrian okay? Remember when I was like visiting you? Yeah. Everyone's like, is she okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Like I wanted to like kind of be there for you, but it's like hard to be because it's like, I don't want to tell anybody, but it's-, but it's also been so hard because like I haven't wanted to necessarily tell anyone until this scan because again, like I didn't have that safety net of knowing that like genetically everything's fine. Like I still haven't gotten back some of the tests. So I, again, just pray that everything is fine. But point being like, looks fine and seems fine as far yeah, as well, my I don't scan think, is concerned. I don't think anybody really shares that they're pregnant until it's been yeah. the first trimester, right? Like I think that's well, normal. Well, with IVF though, everyone knew I was doing IVF. So like people knew I was pregnant at six weeks and so I could be myself fully. Yeah, but true. I couldn't be coming into the office and acting the way I've been acting. People would be like, what? And I didn't want to share because again, like I just didn't know. So yeah. I feel much better about it now. I've been very MIA, but like it is what it is. And Ford has been crazy and we're trying to get like I had to stop breastfeeding which is another another part about it that I was like saddened by because like I really wanted to go to two years like I was good with going to two years I was starting to get a little over it but this forced me to stop now not because you can't keep breastfeeding through pregnancy because I know plenty of women who have but because I was so sick I couldn't I was like I've I started to hate it. I was like, oh my God, get this kid off of me because I have to go throw up. And like, he was just, you know, he's 40 and as he's gotten older, he's just become more abusive. <laughs> it's like a person he's just like demands and expects. And he was so fixated on the boob at all times. So I was like, all right, we got to be done. And so very luckily it was actually the Boston trip was the last night I breastfed him and, or maybe it was the night before and my mom was with us. And so she took him overnight for three nights and I got to sleep with Bill. I was very stressful for three nights, obviously. I was pregnant already. And um, I was so sick at the Boston opening. Oh my God. If you guys remember too, not only was she sick, but this Saturday of the store opening, mm-hmm. she cuts the ribbon. We celebrate. Yay. She goes back to the hotel for the rest of the day. I am now on. Like I am me and Adriana. I'm playing both roles of right. being excited. And then I get robbed. And then you get your wallet stolen. <laughs> and then you guys remember like that was so 
freaking annoying. And you so couldn't annoying. even know. We couldn't even tell you, listeners, yeah. that she was also pregnant. And so I was it gone. was the heightened layer. Like everyone's probably like, where the hell is Adriana then? Like, go figure out your, yeah. your Chase Bank situation. But no, I barely could because I was the only one like Adriana I was like yo go lay down like you have to like she's in the hotel it wasn't even a question and meanwhile I'm getting robbed I was just like you know what and I couldn't handle those ladies like that whole thing oh my god but then also like the past few weeks I haven't been able to come in and like everyone's like oh I miss the podcast I'm like I know I really wish I could record but like I physically could not be in the office she would text me be like can you record I was like no I know (laughs) don't talk to me Cause it's just been, it's been really, really, really rough. Um, but I'm starting to turn a corner. Like I said, I just turned 12 weeks. Usually they say the first trimester is when it's the worst and then it starts mm-hmm. to get better with Ford. I started getting really like totally fine by 15 weeks. So I'm just holding out for that. Although it is much better than it was. Um, Will we I'm record kind of during the holiday or do most people take like a hiatus on a Christmas? I'm probably going to not record the week of Christmas. Okay. Well, I don't, I'm just wondering cause I'll come in, but we don't have to. I don't know. So what, we're going to take another break before Christmas. We might Christmas take another Christmas is break. on a, sorry guys, Christmas 22nd, which is like mad right now. That's fine. I might be able to record next week. If I'm here, I'm here. I'm, I'm in. Maybe we could record on the 20th. I think I, okay. We, sorry. Not the going through the schedule. Well, because my dad has to randomly get a surgery on the 19th and I have to take him and pick him up. I know because my dad has a kidney stone. Everyone should know. Yeah, the poor guy. He's like 74. Right. You know, he's really come a long way without having... I know. He's very, very healthy for his age. Too many ailments. No, he really um, is. I have to pee so badly, so I'm going to see how much longer I can go before I get... How long is this, Kelly? I mean, this was like a really important update that I feel like was... Oh, that is not long enough. Not I have enough. some questions. Well, hold though. on. We'll go through the questions, but I also just really want to reiterate that you guys... You really, though, like... You guys are like my biggest like potentially like supporters. Yeah. So when I do announce it on social, like you have to still go ham. (laughs) They will. Like you can't just like not comment. You have to comment. (laughs) You have to engage with my content because my content's been a dud lately, but I wanted nothing more than to be like, oh, you guys, I'm so sick. Like I just wanted to share, but I had nothing to share. And like, even when I'm like, oh, maybe I should post something. I scroll. There is nothing to post. There is nothing in there. There's nothing in the camera roll. It's a dud. What about that? What? I don't have any pictures besides staples. No, not <laughs> of staples. You. I kept staples in business for a full week. Not of you. Two weeks. 40. Which one? Oh, Which Ford one? holding the, the thing. That's a part of my announcement. No, not that. Okay, see. I know my page is nothing but Ford. I'm just going to be nothing but like a mom. A Did boy it not mom, save? But I'm fine with that. Why? That doesn't, wouldn't even make any sense. That I made sure I saved that one that Bill sent me. My favorite picture on the earth. Let me go to it. Let me find it. You know, I'm trying to find something right now. My phone's being, oh, this one, this one. I like that phone cover. <laughs> I, I posted that on my I story. You could post so it on good. your feed. I can't. My feed is just Ford right now. Adriana. Come on. I know. He's so this cute. Is, this is the cutest picture I've ever seen. How cute. Look at the toe. I can't believe it. Show the people. He looks absolutely perfect. Oh, God. Can you even see it? Please zoom in on this. No, you don't have to, Kelly, but someone can in post-production. We can just post it. He looks like Peter Pan. Right. And on, and the best, uh, on the roof. The best is the white tee and the jeans and the barefoot. My mom commented that saying he needs a sweatshirt and socks. <laughs> That's what she said. I My mom, you want to talk about a hero? Yeah, your mom's a hero. She well, has been... So incredibly helpful this whole time. Bill 
I mean, but my mom has literally, and then I'll go to Bill. My mom has literally <laughs> saved my life through this whole thing. Mm. She has been at my house when I've started, like I literally would start throwing up at nine and call her and be like, please come back. Cause she comes and stays with me till like seven and goes home because she watches the baby obviously. But then like I had her come back that night just to like have someone to lay in bed with me and rub my back because Bill at the same time is trying to sleep with the, the Ford with Ford so that he doesn't need the boob all night long. Mm-hmm. So this whole time we've been struggling where Bill comes to work, works the full day, basically as the CEO of this company and everybody coming to him with all of their concerns and issues, plus all of the new things, plus all of the fundraising, all the things that we're trying to do, Bill's had to handle that. Then he comes home and I'm like out for the count. Like I'm literally not even logging onto my computer, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I'm so sick. Then he comes home and where my mom has been watching the baby all day with Nicole and Lulu, my little team. Then- my mom, then he comes home. My mom's feeding me breakfast, lunch, and dinner, making sure I eat anything that I want to have. And usually it's nothing but soup. She makes the best soups. And then he comes home and he would watch the baby from coming home through into bedtime. He puts him to bed by himself. And then the baby wakes up at five. Bill wakes up with him. I've just been asleep. I've been a, I've been a, a lost, complete lost cause. And I don't know how women do it when they don't have help or partner. And- Women are superheroes. People who do multiple pregnancies and are sick and and single mothers and single mothers like it's just fucking nuts. And kudos and I it's like I feels like something I just need to like crusade for because I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. Like it almost makes me want to like put in like a flexible like first trimester policy if you get pregnant here because we. I was very strict about what I wanted for breastfeeding and like how much time you get off and especially if you are breastfeeding because it's just a lot harder to continue that journey if you're not with your baby 24 Mm 7 pumping at work is not a solution after three months so we were very adamant about putting in an an excellent uh return to work policy and like breastfeeding policy and all that stuff for here now i feel like i need to do like a pregnancy policy of like low-key if you're pregnant and completely out for the count that's fine (laughs) because it's hard Oh my God, it's so hard. But anyway, Bill's been incredible, 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 incredible. My I love Bill. Been... And he has such a good energy too. Like right. he just comes in and he just tries his best and he's so sweet and helpful. And it's like a, my jewelry company. No. It's not right. And then there's my mom who's just does not have to be like carrying my son to sleep. Like she still wears him to sleep because he won't go to sleep laying down because we never did a cry it out or we never did sleep training officially, which you can say was a bad move or not. But all I know is that that kid needs to be on a body. Hopefully this next one doesn't and gives me a little bit more opportunity to like try it. But Ford really did not. And I know a lot of people are like, well, if you just had forced him to, it's like, no, it's not. No, because I have my nephew, Prue, my beautiful little nephew crew. He's so sweet. He cries, but he's not like what Ford was. Like if you mm-hmm. put him down, he'll nap, mm-hmm. he'll sleep. Ford was like, no. <laughs> and Nicole, let's get oh into my Nicole. God, Nicole. No, no, no. Nicole's amazing. Nicole sent me right to tears today. Yeah. Nicole did. She put a little speech together for, uh, for she didn't put it together, but she, she had something to say. She had a speech. Well, because I think everyone, especially everyone who works here when or works anywhere, like you're not every day putting yourself in the shoes of your boss. 
you're always like, how do I, how am I personally affected by this? How am I going to not well, we are receive a what se- I want? We're all selfish, selfish individuals. We are a selfish species. Species. Yes. Everything is me. How do I feel? How does, how does this affect, affect me? me? Yes. Everything is me. 100%. And at the end of the day, we had like a little all hands meeting where I told everyone why I've been out. And I was very clear that I didn't want to necessarily be out this whole time. But is it fine? Can you hear it through the headphones though? Okay. okay. Jeez. The heater just turned on y'all. It's the loudest thing I've ever heard in my right, life. Right. Anyway, I told her where I had been. I gave kudos to Bill who's been kind of taking the heat since I've been out. Not that anyone's being like crazy or whatever, but like, it's a lot of it's a lot to bear 40 employees on your own without feeling like you've got, you know, the partner to come home and even vent to cuz he will come home and vent but I'm like you need to stop talking. Please. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes like it's nonstop. I let him vent to me here and there. Good, good. I'll he go in his it. office and I'll just be like what's up and he'll vent for like 15 minutes and I'm like I feel like that helps Adriana later. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's exactly cuz it's not that he's venting so much as just sharing no, like where just he like, needs to yeah. share or maybe like, he's like upset on. that day about his own personal feelings. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just a human. Yeah, he's a human being. Um, but anyway, I came in and, and Nicole just like added to it just, just to give more perspective of like how sick I've been and like how yeah. hard it's been. And it's, it's just been a lot. So, you know, this sounds like it's all woe is me. And like this whole thing has not been as it exciting doesn't. as it is, but I am very excited. I'm very excited to, to be a mommy and like go back into my pregnancy situation of like, I mean, pregnancy sucked the first time around as the delivery, yeah. but being a mother has been a beautiful blessing. And I've on the never de- loved anything more. On the delivery tip, have they, have you made any like movement on? Mm. I am going to keep asking, go from good memory. I am going with midwives this time around. So the first time I went with a standard OBGYN, um, I don't know that I'm going to hit that as the reason I ended up in an emergency C-section because I don't, I don't believe that it was, there was a whole level of things that happened in my birth, including, you know, being at a teaching hospital that had heavy resident involvement that also, you know, led to an infection that also led to, you know, the length of time it took me to push and the epidural, like there were so many things in fed at play here that led to the emergency C-section. Um, and if you want to listen to that episode, you can definitely go back to my birth story because I talk all about it and it was really painful um, to go through. But this second time around, I really want to try for a V-back, which is a vaginal birth after C-section. Um, and the OB that I was with, I went to them for a few appointments in the beginning and they were basically like, we'll let you try, but if but you have to go into labor on your own and you can't go past your due date. So I went past my due date by three days with Ford. So I would have had to been induced and they don't induce and do a, a, um, a VBAC. So like if they're going to induce you, they use a Pitocin, it makes contractions hard. It's a whole scientific reason that they'd rather just go right to C-section. Um, and legally they don't let you go past 40 weeks because of the extra complications and the size becoming a problem. So they're under one school of thought and the midwife, the midwifery pro- process is on another and they are much more susceptible to it and like open to it. I do have to give birth in a hospital, which I was always going to do, but it kind of eliminates the slight like woo woo pressure I might've felt to like try for a, uh, 
an unmedicated birth, not at home, but like at a mid, like at a center, a birthing center, which is just more comfortable. It's like more of what those of us in like the quote home birth, natural birth, free birth world feel or so pain there, free birth. Like is there we a, like, that. like, so what is a midwife? How does it differ from a doctor or like, so what's the difference? So everybody listening probably knows all these answers, but like, I'm so ignorant to it. No, for some reason. I don't think that, I don't think that that's the case. Midwives are not necessarily physicians. Um, I actually just Googled it to have the, the terminology to use, but they often work alongside obstetricians and gynecologists in a hospital to ensure you have access to any care you need. A midwife is recommended when your pregnancy is low risk or if you have only had mild complications, pregnancy, labor, very personal experiences. So it basically they're not physicians, but they are women who can give, who can, um, uh, what do you call it? Facilitate a facilitate birth. Facilitate a birth. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, women, women have been facilitating birth since the beginning of time. It only became like. I, my mom could med- literally facilitate your birth. She yeah. also was a n- labor and delivery nurse. nurse. Yeah. But I mean, It yeah. only became like necessary for medical intervention, like l- much, much later in life yeah. and more recently than not. And, um, midwives just have a different way of, of being. So my midwives, I believe, I believe one of the midwives at my practice is a practicing, is a physician as well, but she's not like an OBGYN type of thing. So mm-hmm. it's really just like the whole thing, the whole experience is about providing the best care for the mom, for the birthing person. And the experience is so far has been lovely. Like I went in my first appointment, they have a bed in the room. It's like very, it looks like a home. Like it's very cozy, but it's a full practice. And so many and women go there. Are you calling that the hospital? Is that what you're saying? No. So I'm actually going to give birth in the hospital. I'm going to go to Morristown this time. The first time I went to St. Barnabas in New Jersey, which is a full-blown teaching hospital. Morristown, I believe, is as well, but they do not allow residents in the birthing mm, process. And that is, or if they do, I think it's one. You're assigned so one resident. So then your resident. midwife comes to that hospital? My midwife is there. The whole midwife team that I work with, they help through the whole process and they are the ones to deliver the baby the only reason I'm at the hospital is because it is a VBAC. And if there is going to be any complication, they want me to be at the hospital where there is a surgeon doctor on rounds on call who, if we do need to go into an emergency C-section, then we can do okay. that mm-hmm. easily. So I feel good. And the doctor feels good that I, or the midwife feels good that I'm like a good candidate for a VBAC and because it's my second kid and Every you're young, you're agile. Yeah, like everything points to it, it's possible. So, but again, like I have to do the work and it's a lot of work, including working out, which I hate as we all know, mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that goes into it that I wasn't necessarily prepared to start, but I now am going to kickstart. So that is what's to come. And I'm definitely going to become more learned in the midwife process and all that goes into that, that I can share as we go. If you guys have more questions, but why don't you become a motherfucking wood midwife midwife? Right. I mean, I would depends. I, I'm, I'm very excited. If you go to this, the midwife, I'm working with the midwives in New Jersey. They're one of their offices is in Madison, which is right near me. And Um, if you go to their website, they have these like informational videos and it's just so incredible how many people had my story where they had like a first one go really wrong in a standard hospital OBGYN type setting. Um, and 
they go to the midwives and it's changed their experience. And mm. it's just like a beautiful, like it really is like a lovely full circle hmm. experience hmm. so far. And I've, I've loved, I've loved it so far. So cool. So yeah, cool. I just don't like the, I think also um, there's a really good uh, documentary called the business of being born, which hmm. shows and showcases how much the medical in how much birth has become a medically uh, profitable industry, more, more, more profitable than not. Like it's just mm. turned it in. It's become a business more than anything. And mm. like, you know, you get paid more with every C-section you do type of thing. Not that that's why people or why I ended up with a C-section, but it's a mass sure. movement in that direction. And, and, you know, access is a big thing. How it's changes across different socioeconomic spectrums and all that. Like, it's interesting. You would find it interesting. Mm. Though I know you'll be right there in the first hospital, first Ooh, chair. Let there be a doctor, a hospital, a surgeon, and a C-section. And the answer is yes. <laughs> you, Anyone can tell me that I have to get a C-section and I'll be like, no, a random, don't. the security guard said I have to get it. Oh, I'm getting it. No, you're lying. You're playing. That's not true. I, I won't don't, allow it. My opinions are not my own. Your opinions are that of the football player? No, society. Who you clown. went out with last night? How'd it go? What time is it? Oh, well, this episode's over. Well, no, we'll just tell everyone start at 50 is what you really want to hear. No, <laughs> this episode's not about me. That was your episode. Okay, but I do want to hear a quick update. How was it? Great, of course. Good. So we had a game in the day and then took you out at night. <laughs> That's how it goes. You hooked up? He went back to your hotel apartment? My hotel? Did you take him back to your apartment? No, of course not. Don't lie to me. We did national TV. <laughs> national television. We did not, you <laughs> national fool. No. We kissed a couple times. Dang. <laughs> you are stupid. Toxic. Should we ask one question? Yeah. Okay. Maybe there's one that's like family oriented or not. Family. Ugh, right. God, no my family were literally so stressful. <laughs> it, advice for moving into a first apartment. Oh, that's nice. You could take that. Yeah. Um, just do it. <laughs> Love every second of it. Yeah. And just make the space your own. Just do it. Stop. Oh, I just, it, I touched it and it hurt the cold sore. <sighs> um, just do it. I, I know so many people, so many girls right now that, that I'm friends with that are like on the fence about moving, whether it's like finance stuff or they just don't know if it's the right time or they're like a little bit nervous and like things are expensive right now, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just burp, sorry. I don't <laughs> care about any of that at this point. I don't care. I mean, it is it is expensive, I will say. And m my savings does get touched monthly, but that's why you have a savings because it like at this point, how what, what am I saving for if not to live my best life? Like I'm, I love being home in my apartment and oh it's, my God. it's like worth, it's worth doing. So yeah. I would say just like put all the stressors aside and just do it because you probably do get paid enough. Mm -hmm. You're probably fine. And like I said, if you have to go into your savings, that's why you have a savings. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I touch it, but it, it's not affecting me so much that it makes it not worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not like, wow, I really wish I still lived with my dad. Yeah, no, like no, I haven't you, thought about that once since I moved, not I once. I will say the perspective of you too is that you have thrived on oh your my, own. You're I, so much happier. You're so I much more it. like independent and on your own and just like, it's such a better uh, setup for you. So I like if you're one of these people that think it's going to be t so much better, 
it probably is. Yeah. It's just the best. So just it's so fun. I love cleaning it. I love doing all the things in it. I love it. And I, if you're I, moving in with a significant other, is that a person by no. themselves, they said? That person yeah, said by their themselves. first apartment. Could be with a significant other. Yeah, My maybe. first apartment was with a significant other. I don't um, know. I think you should live alone first, honestly. But if you don't have that option, don't yeah. make people feel that pressure because then you start elongating like your your timeline. True, for if no I had a reason. significant other, I'd be moving in with right. that motherfucker right now. Yeah, but he gets dropped every single week you're in about the last to move three in years. Think I'd be living alone? Like, you think you're about to live in Giant Stadium? The fuck? Right. Right MetLife right Ave. Rutherford. MetLife motherfucking Ave right. is where my next address point, is going to be. Right. Start sending me mail there. Right, start sending like, me right to the mail. stadium. Mail. You get mail? No, I don't. Exactly. Kelly Lamore Wilson wrote us a beautiful letter though. And it got delivered to your apartment? Yeah. Okay. I'll show you it. <laughs> it's like the first piece of mail I've ever gotten. It's beautiful. She writes the cutest letter I've ever gotten. Oh, she's so cute. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It, I love it. But if you are moving there. in with a significant other, then don't be afraid to share your opinions about things. Like if you're annoyed or you have a pet peeve or you just want to share that pet peeve, make sure you do it early and often so that it, you nip it in the bud and it's not something that like piles up. Mm. Good advice. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know, coming in as the resident advice giver from the <laughs> relationship side. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy side. Yeah. Right. Now I'm just a pregnant girl again. And that is crazy. What? You have had mad kids. I've not and had been married mad, mad long and I'm still alone. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is nuts. How? <laughs> to be fair. I got married when I, we first met, you and I. Right? I was engaged the day before you started. I'm so tired. You met me engaged. You've never known me as a non-engaged person, just a, a person with a BF or a single. It's just exhausting. Like, how? So it's not like you, we met, I found a man, dated him, got engaged, got married, and had two kids. You True. met me, ha- like I was halfway you were already the finish on line. Way. Yeah, you were. Yeah, so you're fine. And you know why you're so alone? Don't even get me started. What number? What time are we at? Because right. we gotta end this. What, what, what number are you dating? How many people have a number? That's why. It's the it's the it's, it's the, the twenty four for me. The forty eight. What's his number? I'm not telling anybody his number. Well, I know what his name is. So you should have seen Bill watching the game yesterday. Right, he was watching all my exes on the screen. They all had games at the same time. He's Literally. like, right, what game you watching? I was <laughs> like, you are evil, and I'm watching both. So right, <laughs> no, you no. were watching Game of Thrones. I literally don't have cable. So like while all my friends are watching these different And everyone's texting games, her, she's literally like, mind your business. I'm literally like, yo, don't text me about this. I'm trying to keep it low key. I'm watching Game of Thrones, but what's the score? Yeah. <laughs> How's he doing? And <laughs> he looks cute. I don't care about the score. What does his body look like? What does his butt look like? The butt? We got to end this episode. Mm. Yesterday? Yeah, I complimented it. I was like, I don't want to like, you know, do the most here, but your butt <laughs> is so high up and cute. <laughs> So how is he say, what did he say about you? He complimented he like, you. Stop. Yeah, but he didn't compliment my butt. What did he compliment? Not in that moment. He wasn't like, well, yours is too. Well, what did he compliment? He just says like, you're, you look beautiful or like normal compliments. I'm I compliment bored. his butt. But then I also compliment his eyelashes. Do you think he listens to your podcast? Does he know you have one? He knows I have one. He's not listening. <laughs> That's why I don't want to talk about him. Like I am in love. <laughs> we have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you heard it here first folks adriana is pregnant the, the infertile is pregnant and mariah's in love with a football player which one of these did you least expect <laughs> which one of these are you surprised by which one's the shocker right um anyway that said keep my secrets to 
yourself. Close to your chest. Close to your chest. No do, social if posting. If you do want to reach out to me, I'm more than open to receiving that sweetness. Y'all, please reach out to her because here's the thing. No. She's gonna, we're going to put this episode out and nobody's going to DM her. She's no, no, no. Like, Did anybody watch her? Well, just so we're clear, people do I mean, DM me. Okay, you're not the only one out here famous. They DM you when you post me. The other day, you got all my friends <laughs> DMing you. Gabby, like that. Kim, Mariah. Mel. You, you got five DMs all, when you put your phone down. You're and welcome. they were all my best friends. You are who you, you are because, because of me. me. She's been waiting to say that on the and podcast. you know what? It's true. That's so what I'm look, not going to have you do. So you're welcome for creating a star. Because that's what I did. I created a star. And the TikTok, are, though, that was all me. Yeah. Let's be honest. And, and really, because who would still be dating Junior if it weren't for me? <laughs> yeah. Where me, would me, be me. all your content coming me, from? Me, 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 me. If it weren't for me. <laughs> okay? Me, me, me. Yeah, exactly. So you're welcome. You're welcome for empowering you to, 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 I know. to date duds and then get dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care. I take it to the... I love this. No, life. no, no. You're what? No. Yeah, right. Who would be on Raya if it weren't for me? Per. Per. So I will take the content. Oh, yeah, you did actually... Result in your entire being. <laughs> Wait a minute. I am who I am because be on of you. Radio, if it weren't for me, not that that would be bad because you would still be working somehow. You would have been something. Yeah. You would have been something. You were always destined for something. I just happened to be the platform. And so what you're not going to do is, is come like, for me well, and act like you're someone and I'm nobody. Because hold on you know a what, people? Can the other day, though, I will say, mm-hmm. you got six DMs when your phone was closed. And when you opened them DMs, it was all six of my best friends. Yeah, because your best friends are good. For, like you have. Yeah, 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 but I'm the, saying you got mad DMs that day because of me. This is a conversation. The, the conversation isn't how great are your friends and how much do they love content about you. I think it's amazing and they love you. No, you content. got mad DMs the other day because of me because it was my friends. They were that your friends. particular day. But I also got DMs from my from, friends who were like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> no, but it all came back to me. Yes, yes. Your well, friends love me a lot. You're also my content. Wait, your friends love me now. And that I think is cool. Right. Which is a far cry from where they were. Yeah. Well, the they beginning. only they hated me only, because- They weren't sure. Were you going to be here? Were you going to be yeah, around? Yeah. Like, and societally, that makes sense. I kind of came in and swooped on their best friend. Mm. And everybody's like, who the hell is this? Course. Right. I came in hot. They're like, who's this yeah. young little they'll, chipper they thing? They don't care about you. They want to know that you're, you're Now okay. they came around. I think now they're also kind of like, is she good? She's so single? <laughs> yeah. Lara, Amy, they're like, no, they are. They get it. It's funny because Amy, oh, Amy was in Miami actually, same time as me. Did you know that? She was at yeah, Basel, but mm-hmm. we were like at different things. It's too hard. That's at. because her husband is so artsy, cool. artsy and cool. I know. He wanted to go to Basel for his birthday. Like that's what he wanted. Oh, he's so fun for that. He's so fun for that. And I wasn't going to be like, hey guys, you want to hang out? They were also like, at an Alicia Keys concert really? the other night. Yeah. And I was like, was she in her bracelets? I don't know if she was, but. Right. Um, maybe. Anywho. Anyway, does this episode suck too? Or how no, do you feel I thought it? this was a great episode. Kelly stayed the whole time. Yeah. You never stay. Why'd you stay? It's also kind of cute because someone who gave me one of the best reactions ever of all telling people that I was pregnant, my mom and Kelly. No way. What did Kelly do? She started crying immediately. It was very cute. Kelly, Chelsea and Kelly were together. She got it. Chelsea got it out of me because Chelsea, you know, Chelsea, she's like, are you pregnant? Your vibe is weird. What's up with you? What's up? She's so funny and, I was and like, And I was like, what do you, my vibe is weird. She's like, no, your vibe, your something's off, something's off. And I'm just looking at her and she's like, what? And I'm like, she's like, are you pregnant? 
And Kelly immediately, oh my God, her hand went up to her mouth. She was immediately crying. I thought it was so- I love that. I was like, Kelly, oh. why are you so sweet It perfect? was so sweet. Kelly's our, our podcast manager. I mean, I love Chelsea too, but it's just, Kelly's like a little angel from heaven. No, 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 yeah. I, I've loved everyone. Everyone who I've told has been so equally like shocked and, and, and amazed. My brother's reaction was the best, or my brother and sister-in-law, because when I told them, they told me at the yeah, same time yeah. that she was pregnant. Oh, we were like, that. oh my God, we're so lucky. Like, I feel so lucky that it actually made the whole experience even better because now it, I get to be is. pregnant with her. It's so cool. I'm so excited. I'm I will never be so pregnant sick. at the same time as any of my siblings because they are all eight old. kids in and old. That's fine. But I could be pregnant at the same time as your kids. No. <laughs> oh, as my kids? <laughs> <laughs> I could potentially be pregnant at the same time as Ford. 20 years from now? Yeah, if I find a man. 25 years? Nah. How old was your mom when she had you? 40? 50. Oh, she was 50. Yeah? No. Unless my son gets pregnant at a young age, which maybe. Let's just. Look. You never know. We're fertile. Right. Now. You got that little Mexican blood. Right. We're all fertile here. They're fertile as hell. It's a fertile group. Myrtle Myrtle. One time. Never thought we'd say that about you. One time for the one time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a handmaid. I have roasted you for being infertile for far too long. That's what I'm saying. We don't have the joke anymore. I don't even have I mean, that infertile. identity. At the end of the day, I went from being a Martha <laughs> to a wife to a, to handmaid. a handmaid. Imagine that. And, and only handmaid's tale watchers. That's what you were saying. Midwives sound like. Handmaid's tale references. Handmaid's it really does. Ooh. That's funny. Yeah. Well, good. So, but things change. This is what proves that you were infertile. Now you have a kid. I have no man and I date football players. And soon I will have a nice finance man who loves me. Soon. You got to work for that first. And by work for that, I mean not slide into DMs of football Football players players. before you can have that. that. Mm. Anyway. That's That's it it from us. You're stupid. (laughs) <laughs> this is you forced me into doing it. You forced, forced me into being a bitch. bitch. I'm gonna punch you, you in the face. face. <laughs> Yo, Bill does this to me too, and he's also really good at it. <laughs> me and Bill do it together. Yeah, they do it together. Wait, the other no, it's the last thing I'm gonna say. What? Oh my god, I have to go. <gasps> the other day, the other day. No, I can't even say it on here. I'm too embarrassed. It's so stupid. Should we say goodbye and then you can do a PS? No. Okay, so the other day I was like, you know, maybe for the Giants versus Eagles game, I'll ask for tickets and I'll bring Bill. Yeah, she texted me. And I asked Adriana, I was like, do you think that I could um, bring Bill to an Eagles-Giants game? And she was like, no, absolutely not. And so, and of course it was because she doesn't want me falling in love with this football player and like getting our relationship to go deeper. Now I'm at a game. Okay, fine. I respect that. But when I told Bill the other day, I forgot to tell you this. I told Bill and I was like, but Adri-, he was like, yo, I heard you about to bring me to a game, but Adriana won't allow it. I was like, yeah. He's like, what does she think? We're going to fall in love. I'm like, no, you idiot. That's nothing to do with me and you, you psychopath. He's like, what does she think? Is where our relationship's going to thrive? That's where we're going to fall in love? I was like, no, Bill. She doesn't want me falling in love with the football player more by going to his game. He was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. All right, then I won't go. He was like, because before I was mad as hell, I'm like, Adriana, Mariah and I aren't going to fall in love. I'm like, it has nothing to do with me and you, you psycho. I was like, you know what? You are the problem. See, but he thinks I'm crazy because that's what, you know why? That's where he automatically went. But I secretly am crazy and that's where you have to stay. 
You have crazy. to be crazy. Stay crazy, bitches. Something we didn't talk about is White Lotus. Did you watch? You know what? I haven't watched it yet, so sh- don't say anything. Imagine not watching it yet. So many, so many good conversations to be had. No, about I, that, I'm so. starting it. If anyone wants to talk to me about that and or pregnancy, just DM me. No, I have great questions for next week. And we'll have questions for next week that we answer. And maybe you guys will have more questions. And hopefully I get this posted before, um, like publicly before. I guess I can now. I'm not really waiting for anything. I can just like do it. Well, I thought you were going to wait to see if it's a girl or a boy. But you saw oh. a pee-pee. So bitch, that thing is a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but don't tell anyone, you guys. Okay, I gotta go because I have to throw up. Same. Well, I don't have to throw up, but I have to show you a funny video. I don't want to. No, to it's not the man. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media at Glow Through It Podcast. And while you're at it, give Little Words Project a follow too. Shop the Little Words Project brand and use the code KEEPGLOWING15 to get 15% off of your order. See you next time.